0: Free Talk Live, and you can join us here if you want. The number is 603 283 6160,
1: and that is what allows you to take control of the airwaves. That's 603
0: 283 6160. Last night, we teased you with a story we never got to. I always feel like we, you know, we got to pay it off if we made a promise, Uh, and that is about Walmart. There's long been the hope that Walmart would enter the cryptocurrency space. And now, I wouldn't say it's official. Now, I haven't heard the story. Bonnie, you you brought this story in tonight. Uh, by the way, it is Ian here. Matt.
2: And Bonnie.
0: And you brought this story in. You've been pretty excited about talking about it for a few days now. We just haven't had a chance to get around to it. And, you know, Walmart, of course, being the, I don't know, the largest physical retailer on the planet is it fair to say that there's nothing out there there's no company that's bigger than walmart they're international walmart is you know huge they're all over the place
2: i have no idea if they're the biggest but I i'm pretty like sure they they they're the
0: biggest in the united states and i i know they have stores in so many other countries i was in costa so.
1: rica there was a walmart in yeah. san jose There's walmart's
0: so. in mexico etc so i mean they're, they're a massive presence if walmart you know, the, the hope is, if Walmart comes on board with crypto, then that will take it to a new level. Like, if you can actually go and pay for your purchase with Walmart
1: coin or, you
0: it know, It would be whatever. great
2: if they just, you know, adopt something like AnyPay at their registers and you could pay with any crypto there.
1: You know what they'll do? They'll, they'll, they'll just clone all these stores. They're probably going to clone... The government's released mm. digital currency. It won't be encrypted, and mm. they'll let you use that, and it'll be interchangeable with government money.
0: Ugh, I yeah. hope it
1: doesn't go that way. I mean, guaranteed.
0: Let's hear what they're at least saying. What are the rumors? What's the news, Bonnie? What do you want to share with us?
2: This from the Street dot com says Walmart plans to sell virtual goods, create cryptocurrency, and NFTs.
0: Okay, well, if they're planning to create a cryptocurrency, then that's a good let's, sign. Let's see the the back end of that crypto sure. real quick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because talk is cheap you know maybe uh, if it's not really crypto maybe it's a
1: centralized i've said from the currency. beginning these people like even before i would even adopt crypto into my life a long time ago i knew this was going to happen mm-hmm. and i knew that they would start to try to muddle the words digital currency with, with cryptocurrency, cryptocurrency because people are oafs and they'll <laughs> buy anything they're sold mm-hmm. and they'll be, they'll be true believers with a word
2: well it says that they're filing applications seeking trademarks for Digital currency, software to manage cryptocurrency and other digital assets and for online retail services.
0: Hmm.
2: Walmart is joining a number of other retailers who have established virtual retail stores and created non fungible tokens or NFTs with They're plans. Jumping on
0: the craze on the bandwagon. I yep. don't get it.
2: With plans to produce its own cryptocurrency. The Bentonville, Arkansas Retail Giant on December thirtieth. Filed several applications with the U.S. Patent and Trademark Office, including one that seeks to establish a trademark for financial services for cryptocurrency, Mm. NFTs, and blockchain technology. A financial exchange of virtual currency, creation of digital currency and tokens of value for use by the online community, issuance of NFTs for use with blockchain technology and various other services involving NFTs, cryptocurrency, (sighs) Virtual currency and digital currencies and assets. That's so, a lot. So yeah, that is a lot. Did you but, say that um, was a
0: trademark or a patent? I missed what you said they filed. They filed th- something. Filed
2: applications, including one that seeks to establish a trademark for these.
0: Okay, okay. Cause I'm, I'm and it's glad-
2: interesting because he, I'm sorry, it says digital assets and cryptocurrency.
0: Right. Uh, I mean, cryptocurrency. Digital assets could include things like the NFT, and normally those are on cryptocurrency networks. Well, it so.
2: says virtual currency and digital currencies.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, and it's,
2: cryptocurrency.
0: I'm curious to know, like, what the the trademark is going to be. Are they going to call this thing the Walton? Like, what what are they going <laughs> to what are they going to name the, uh, the their Sammy. little crypto? The Walton, the Sammy. <laughs> The uh, Walmart coin doesn't really have doesn't really roll off the tongue, but of course that would have their branding, Wall coin. on it. Walcoin, you know how
1: how well would it really go over? Because I mean, stuff from Walmart is generally held to be trash. Sure, it's like useful when you need it, but don't forget don't don't ever plan on handing it down to your grandchildren.
2: Yeah, but imagine you know. you're you know going to the lake to fish. And you're just like, oh, man, we need to stop and get some bait. I don't know. Mm -hmm. And you are in another town and you can just go to Walmart and pay with Dogecoin for bait. I don't know why fishing came to my mind. Yeah, I I don't know if
0: that's where they're going to go with this. I mean, it would be amazing if they actually were to accept other types of cryptocurrency instead of just their own coin. Uh, But I'm curious to to hear this because the fact that they're actually saying, at least according to this Street article... They're not beating around the bush here. They're saying they're intending to release a cryptocurrency, which, okay, let's hear more about that. If I don't know if they have more, but I definitely want to hear more about it. Sure.
2: It says Walmart also filed a trademark application for various downloadable software products for e-commerce, virtual marketplace, marketing, virtual reality, entertainment, video game consoles, tablet, computers, mobile devices, payments, and fund transfers blockchain cryptocurrency digital currency virtual currency and various other software uses.
1: Okay. Like a wallet? Hm. Maybe they're It sounds
0: to me like they're just covering all their yeah. bases. Yeah. Including,
2: I mean, it- you know, people being able to shop at Walmart in the metaverse. Yeah,
0: this sounds to me like the street and whoever else is reporting on this, somebody saw, they. somebody reads through all the patent filings or all the trademark filings, and they said, oh, Walmart filed this, and that that's all this is. I'm curious, did Walmart actually make a statement? Is there any kind of official, we're going to do this, from Walmart, or are they just saying, oh, well, Walmart, Walmart filed some things with the government? It looks
2: like that, it's just that they filed things. Yeah, that
0: may or may not necessarily mean something is imminent. It may mean they're they're just exploring these ideas, and or you know it, it could just die before they're just it parking even... some
1: IP in case yeah. they decide to do something. That's
0: what it sounds like to me. I think that we're we might be reading a little bit too far into or or the street in this case might be jumping to some conclusions here.
2: Hmm. The last paragraph it says the retailer seeks a trademark for a virtual retail store for all products, including electronics, uh, blah, blah blah all products, and
0: Walmart verse.
2: All products that it sells in its brick and mortar stores. Mm-hmm. It listed every, you know, department in Walmart. But
0: yeah, I mean, it's it's interesting. Um, if they do this, they will beat Amazon to the punch. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. mean, people in the crypto sphere have been hoping forever. That Amazon, the you know the world's largest online retailer, will finally jump on board the crypto bandwagon. I don't Forever. know
2: why, when you can just use purse and you won't be giving Jeff Bezos cryptocurrency
1: or check Overstock, which uh, accepted. Uh, they were the first billion-dollar company yeah. to, uh, to to accept Bitcoin, and we <laughs> know that their CEO or former CEO is a dyed in the wool libertarian. He is anarchist. Yeah, he's he's been to Porkfest, the Porcupine yeah, Freedom Fest, and he was awesome. He's so cool. What well, a great guy!
0: Bo uh, Bo Davis did bong hits with the guy. Did he at Pork Fest? Once upon a time, yeah. Uh, so, you know, I it's hard to get too excited about this particular news until Walmart actually comes out and says this is what we're going to do at the end of 2022 Christmas season. We're launching Walmart Coin, and it's going to be awesome. You know, we're going to launch our own crypto wallet. I, you know, none of that is here. This is just. They filed some stuff. So it's interesting. Um, But we know that bad things happen when these big companies come out with big plans and announce them in advance. And that's what happened with Facebook. Remember when they came out with their idea for their Facebook stable coins? Yeah. And didn't that just get shelved? I heard that that just got shelved. That's the update. Not only shelved, but sold. Mm. Oh. So they're calling it quits. Facebook, aka Meta, They're out. After years now of planning and preparing and you know, creating these, uh, you know, this I don't know what they called it, but they like it was a group of companies, basically, that was on board with this idea. Everything, Everyone from MasterCard to PayPal and a bunch of others. Some of them ended up dropping out after the government gang put pressure on them.
2: I just Googled really fast to see if Walmart has ever made a statement themselves about it, and actually a little bit earlier than the time that they filed for those patents, they said, uh, Biggs, I don't know who that is, uh, C- CFO Brett Biggs says they are big proponents on blockchain technology, Okay, but Briggs doesn't see an overwhelming urge to move quickly in that direction.
0: No, and I don't think it is something that they should move quickly on. They should get it right,
1: you know. They're going to do it.
0: Uh, But that's interesting. It's an interesting statement. Thanks for finding that. There's more coming up here. We'll talk about what's happening with the Facebook crypto coin thing that they were planning and now apparently selling. Why is that? It's Free Talk Live. It is Free Talk Live. Phones are open if you want to join the show, you can take control of the airwaves. The number is 603 283 6160. That's 603 283 6160. And we've been telling you about how Intercoin can help any business and organization launch their own currency or raise money using their own token. And now Intercoin has launched their own investor token worldwide. You can get it on the X Markets Exchange exmarkets.com. You can sign up there with just an email address. You can keep your privacy intact if you like. You don't need to go through the KYC process, as they call it, the Know Your Customer. You can then deposit dozens of different cryptos, including Bitcoin, into Markets, trade them for Tether, and use that Tether to purchase ITR, which is the Intercoin Investor Token. You can learn more about their Intercoin vision over at intercoin.org and You just might be advancing the cause of liberty around the world. That's intercoin.org. As we continue here, Ian, Matt, and Bonnie in the studio. uh, We're talking about some of these corporate crypto, quote-unquote, projects that I'm optimistic about Walmart. Because, you know, they definitely have it together as far as retail is concerned. They understand money. They are interested. Walmart has, for a long time, been interested in providing financial services to their customers. And the system has tried to stop them, basically. And we reported on this, I don't know, a decade ago or something like that, that Walmart wants to be a bank, but they're basically, the bankers are saying, don't let them. Because if you think about it, the bankers are making a ton of money off of Walmart, right? Because who issues credit cards? Banks. Mm -hmm. And who makes money off of every credit card sale? Visa, MasterCard, and the banks and Walmart would like to be the credit card issuer. Walmart would like to be the account holders for all of their customers, one day. you know, and they have never been able to do it. Like they're they're allowed to do certain things with money. They can be a money transmitter. They can send money from, you know, one Walmart to another Walmart. They can send you know, money grams there or whatever. You can go and order a, a money order and walk away with a money order from a Walmart. So they they do offer some, they do some check cashing uh, services as well. So they do offer a lot of financial services that target the poor. You know, they target the unbanked in a lot of cases. But they've never been allowed to open up Walmart Bank.
2: I wish Walmart would just tell the government, so we looked into this, we don't see how you have any uh, say in whether or not we accept cryptocurrency, and we're doing it.
0: That's what I hope that they would do. I mean, of course, they are a corporation, and that's generally not how corporations do things. So I hope that they don't get all caught up like Facebook did with their DM cryptocurrency. It was formerly known as Libra. The story here from TheVerge.com. We've been following this since the news broke, I don't know, three years ago or whatever it was now. It's been a few years since it first, you know, it first broke that Facebook was going to release their own coin doesn't seem like that long ago and initially their plan was that it was i don't know if they mentioned this in here but it was going to be yeah they do mention it it was going to be a a, a basket token so what it was that? so it wasn't going to be like just a standard stable coin for listeners that aren't familiar we talk a lot about bitcoin and cryptocurrencies in general and within the category of cryptocurrencies there's something called a stable coin which is a digital token backed by something so, you can back it by an ounce of gold, but they're more commonly backed by a dollar or Korean won or, you know, Japanese yen or whatever it is. So, that's what a typical stable coin is. When Facebook announced their Libra thing that they were going to do, they said, we're going to make this a basket of currencies, meaning it would somehow be tied to the price of. A basket of normal, like government monies, so the dollar and the euro, and they'd throw all this stuff into a basket, and then somehow it would be there'd be a price. I don't know if it'd be like an average. Does something like or, that
2: already exist? That's crazy.
0: I, I'm not sure. I'm not like a financial expert. There's, to my knowledge, that doesn't exist in the crypto sphere, but it might. I mean, it just might be obscure, right? Like there's a bunch of things in in crypto that we don't know about because there's literally thousands of cryptocurrencies out there, so it'd be impossible for one person to be aware of all that well now apparently the whole project that facebook had announced is coming to an end the dm association set up by facebook to manage the digital token is exploring a sale of its assets after meeting resistance by regulators who oppose the initiative according to a new report by bloomberg of course this was their their major mistake was to announce this thing in advance was to you know take the wraps off of it and it gave the government All the opportunity they needed to swoop in, target Facebook and all the other companies that were
1: backing this project and do everything they could to stop it. It's just gobsmacking. You think about an institution the size of Facebook or the size of Walmart. It's just gobsmacking the power of banking. What do you mean by that? Like, they just have massive power. If the bankers tell the government to do something, they mm-hmm. automatically do it. They basically are the government and have been for a long time. So at least 1913, right? right? So, and probably uh, several different times before that with various attempts. Andrew Jackson's, uh, was it Andrew Jackson? He was a central and, banker, wasn't yeah, he?
2: Yeah, I think that is Andrew Jackson you're talking about that tried to get rid of the central banks. And then he flipped.
1: Yeah, he, he flipped. I No, he, his dying words were, I killed the bank. Hmm. Huh. And he had he died with uh, several bullets in him. And if, I, if I'm wrong, I could be wrong. I believe it was Andrew Jackson. whose dying words were, "I killed the bank." Yeah, it definitely
2: was uh, Andrew Jackson that said that because Mark named his son Jackson after him only for that reason. Oh, is that right? Yeah.
1: Well, only if it had
0: stayed dead. Unfortunately, yeah. the bank is back. Yeah. Yeah. And it's but you're speculating here, s- suggesting that the bankers, the Federal Reserve, or the uh, the government goons in D.C. were acting at the behest of the bankers to try to stop this thing. Sure. That's what you're saying, and you're probably right. I More mean, that's the likely. same reason they went after Walmart Coin or not Walmart yep. Coin, but the Walmart Bank idea. Yep. Uh, the U.S. Federal Reserve quote dealt the fine dealt the effort a final blow unquote, by putting pressure on Silvergate. Now, that's the banking partner that DM said they were working with last year to launch the token. Have you ever heard of Silvergate before? Never. I They're have. they bank? Yes. Yeah, Silvergate is a crypto-friendly bank.
2: It's They shouldn't name anything serious something that ends with gate, because it just makes it sound like, like it's a uh,
0: a, sc- a scandal. A scandal, yeah. <laughs> yeah right. I was like,
2: what is Silvergate? Watergate
0: ruined everything forever. Yeah. yeah, everything that's a scandal always has the word gate on the end. That's a good point. I was
2: like, somebody stole silver?
0: Silvergate is an interesting you know, beast in the world of banking because they were one of the earliest banks to start accepting cryptocurrency-related clients. So a lot of the crypto uh, exchanges in the United States have an account at Silvergate Bank because they're one of the only banks that would give them an account. And so they're highly regulated, highly controlled. There's an insane process to go through to actually get an account with them. Like I tried to get the Shire Free Church an account with Silvergate Bank once upon a time. And they basically laughed me out the door. Hmm. Uh, so like you've got to have all your you know government paperwork and everything to get an account over there. But they are one of the few banks that, for some number of years, has been doing business with the cryptocurrency industry. So it doesn't surprise me that they were involved in the planning of DM. And subsequent articles have actually said that Silvergate is buying the DM concept from Facebook. What's so special about this coin that the technology needs to be bought? That I also don't know.
2: Maybe it's the basket thing? I've never heard of that. But they changed the
0: plan. (laughs) So the basket thing was the original idea, and when the feds came down on Facebook... Mark Zuckerberg and his men said, well, OK, we'll just change the plan. We'll turn it into a dollar stablecoin. Hmm. So that was all it was going to be, just another dollar stablecoin. So, yeah, why would Silvergate need to buy that when there's a ton of these things out there? Uh, we can continue. You can share your thoughts as well. Bring up what you want on Free Talk Live. Do you feel like your country no longer holds your values? Is Free Talk Live. Phones open if you want to join the show. We're talking about the... Can we call it a failed attempt, I think, at this point, by Facebook to create its own quote-unquote cryptocurrency uh, that they're now giving up on? Yeah. They're now selling fail. it? Yeah, um, that's I think you can call it a fail if you're
1: going to sell the thing. I don't know. I'd say they succeeded by selling it. I mean, I don't think it's worth anything. And they, the fact they got a dollar for it <laughs> sounds like a pure win to me.
2: No, I just meant they failed because they listened to the regulators and didn't come out with a cryptocurrency. I bet they'd make more money if they came out with a cryptocurrency and said, forget jaw to the regulators.
0: I think they would, but that uh, is not how corporations tend to work. And they would have, the smartest thing they could have done would have been to make this thing under wraps, keep it quiet, and then just dump it out there. And then just release it. And then there would be very little that the state could do about it. And that's one of the reasons why crypto has been so successful Is they never had to ask permission. Right. Satoshi Nakamoto didn't go, the creator of Bitcoin, whoever he or she is, they never went to some board of directors or some lawyer or some government office and said, can I do this? (laughs) What do I got to do? What forms do I have to fill out? What fees Mm. do I need to pay? I want to do it right. Which is what? A lot of people do when they when they open their own business or whatever. Like, they have to do it the the right way because that means going and obeying the state and obeying all their diktats and their completely arbitrary rules and usually them saying no, especially if you're going to do something that's going to threaten the financial status
1: quo. Do that immediately.
0: Yeah. So we're going to continue. Uh, of course, your calls and thoughts are welcome. The number is 603-283-6160 and I do want to say thank you to jesse who is a silver supporter of our amps program at amps.freetalklive.com jesse is helping us out for five bucks a month uh, over at amps.freetalklive.com we really appreciate that it helps us advertise market promote and support free talk live when you do that and you get some cool perks too over at amps.freetalklive.com let's go to jessica in missouri you're on free talk live jessica
3: hey um I just wondered, because I didn't hear, I didn't get the show that night, what happened with that secession um, proposition you were going to have put on the ballot? Did it go through or what?
0: Uh, well, we we weren't uh, optimistic that it was going to get through the committee. At least I wasn't. We are. It's the first time anything like this has ever been introduced, and the first time out, everything in politics is always difficult. Uh, so, unfortunately, the committee voted... 21 to 0 to kill this bill however
2: it's everything makes it through the committee in new hampshire
0: however that's just their recommendation Hmm. so that doesn't mean the bill is dead it just means that that's probably what's going to happen when it goes to the full house floor but it will get a vote it will get a full house discussion there will be speechifying from what I'm told, so there's at least one person who's planning on speaking. I'm sure Mike Sylvia will be speaking as well. So there's probably going to be at least two reps uh, who are going to be speaking on the floor in favor of this thing. Maybe more. And then we're going to have what's called a roll call vote. So when the full House of all 400 state representatives here is uh, hearing this bill, not only is it going to be on the record, we're going to be able to watch it, video streams, you know it's going to be there. We're going to see what they have to say about it. But they're gonna have to vote on it and every single one of those house members is gonna be on the record yay or nay on this so we're gonna know at the end of the day whenever that is we think it may be as soon as two or three weeks from now
1: you know one of the things they were talking about at that original hearing there was uh, some of the people were saying that what was it any any uh, to, to put a bill like that forward or to support that bill as a politician it's crazy. And, no they they were taking it a step beyond crazy they were saying that it legally federally it would be seen as uh sedition was that the word they used
0: um,
2: they, they use think- the word not insurrection not sedition uh
1: rebellion
0: rebellion
2: Rebell- and rebellion i looked up the black's law dictionary definition it means a violent uprising
0: yes yeah, the legal oh. definition of rebellion has to involve weapons and violence. So oh. this is not by definition of rebellion. But that is what that man on the, the Brody Deshays, the state rep who right. did all this research and talked to experts. Internationally. That's what he wanted
1: you to think. He, did, he, yeah. he talked to experts internationally. Oh, yeah. And what did you find out about oh, one yeah. of the
2: experts that he, he only to? named one expert. Right. He said he spoke to many experts, but he named one Dr david williams and he said where he was from and everything so i was able to find out information about this guy i was like hmm let me see if this guy has ever done something um the average new hampshire wouldn't like well he wrote a book called the mythical meanings of the second amendment where oh. he argues that uh the second amendment does not grant everyone right, right. to Isn't bear arms brody a
0: republican, is a right? republican. Yeah. so i yeah so the republican state rep who was against secession, went to an anti-Second Amendment, quote-unquote, quote, constitutional expert to get his so-called expert opinion about secession. <laughs> and then he presented that opinion to the full uh, committee, who then voted it down. So does that answer your question, Jessica? Do we still have you? Uh-oh, she might have dropped off the line. Well, Jessica... Yeah, I hope you I think we answered your question. I appreciate your call. Thank you for making it tonight. Uh the number is 603-283-6160. So, but it doesn't end here is the point I'm trying to make. So we get the full house is going to vote on it, which means that we're going to know who to target for primaries in this election coming up because this year, 2022, every 2 years in New Hampshire, the entire state house, all the state senators, the governor, you know, basically every elected state level um, office gets filled every 2 years. So, they don't get to stay for 4 like in most states. It's every 2 years. They basically have barely have time to breathe before they're up for reelection. And so, everybody who votes against this, now, we don't have the best, you know, System. We don't have systems. The The secession movement here is it's kind of been around for a while, but it's never really come into its own like it kind of finally is. But what I'd like to see is the ability to target all of these people. Like if we've got enough supporters in enough of these towns where people like Brody Deshays live, primary his ass, primary every single person that, that votes against this and make it an issue. Make it into a campaign issue. Absolutely. Let's find out where the candidates who are running for the first time stand on the
1: issue. And let's make this one of the biggest issues in, of the, uh, the 2022 midterms. Cause- and, I, and I'll say, you know, I would say uh, in terms of strategy, it might be also a good time while, because you know that if those primaries happen against Republicans, it's going to make the left drool. And they're going to get caught with their pants. They're going to be so hyper-focused on those primaries. It might be a good time to also try to infiltrate the left. It's always a good time to try to infiltrate the left. But this might be a good time when they're really, really got their eyes off the ball and just get in. But it's hard to do because they do have
0: a lockdown on their party, basically. It's very hard to rise through that party Mm -hmm. without being a true leftist. Uh, There's a guy named Tony LeBranch who has filed some decent like civil liberties bills he's a he was a democrat uh he's a young guy he's like the youngest guy in the state house How right now he? he's t- like just,
2: turned just turned
0: 20 or 21 yeah, brody
1: Deshaies is only 22
2: right
0: yeah he's, 20, he's pretty young too he's
2: 23 and i think LeBranche is 20
0: LeBranche, i think just turned 20 or something like that anyway very young the democrat um he's a de- was a democrat oh. he recently changed his party to independent because, and he made public statements about how frustrating it is to be a dem- like an independently-minded Democrat. He basically. said,
2: quote, the two-party system is, has failed. So that's yeah. pretty cool.
1: So he didn't join the Republicans. He well, just what would he have own... to say about the if he had anything to say about the Democrat Party? Why would he walk away from the Democrat Party?
0: It's too controlled. He he, he can't. You you don't have the independence to do your own thing. Basically. He said he
2: can't believe that this is how the government works in our in our state, and he thinks it's too partisan.
1: Yeah, that's he, interesting. He thought know, it was awful. I I have gone to a couple Democrat uh, like meetings. Oh wow! And they the 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 air the vibe in the room mm-hmm. is hyper. Controlled. It is one of absolute dictatorial power. Even in these little teeny New Hampshire towns, the Democrats are total. I believe it. So this guy walked. This guy walked, Walked and uh, there was
0: another lady that was going to go independent too, but she ended up just quitting her position. She walked out of the state house because they put too much pressure on her when they found out she was going to quit the Democratic Party. She just threw up her hands and said, I'm just going to quit the whole job. It's called, basically. Yeah. There's more coming up here uh, 603 283 6160. In fact, Boston Globe did an article about New Hampshire independence just recently. We'll share that coming up. Uh, Also, more about the Facebook situation. It's Free Talk Live. It's Free Talk Live. The phones are open if you want to join us here. The number 603-283-6160. Whether you want to comment on independence or the ridiculous uh, Facebook DM, as it ended up being called, which actually ended up not coming out. This was their so-called cryptocurrency, which we'll never really probably get to find out whether it actually was a crypto or not, because it's dead uh, essentially, the uh, according to TheVerge.com, the Federal Reserve, quote, dealt the effort a final blow, unquote, by putting pressure on Silvergate Bank. This was the bank that uh, Facebook and the others in this consortium were teaming up with. And apparently Silvergate's going to end up buying the project from Facebook. And uh, you were skeptical, Matt, as to what that even, like, why would somebody buy a Defunct, non-launched cryptocurrency project that when they could just spin up a copy of Tether or whatever Literally anything, uh, so it just doesn't make any sense. But. Nonetheless, we'll continue with that story. Your calls and thoughts are also welcome. 603-283-6160. And don't forget, you can join us online over at freetalklive.com. We do have a chat server, and there are people in there basically day and night, around the clock, at chat.freetalklive.com. It is what they call a matrix server. It's open source. It is uh, self-hosted. That means we're hosting this thing. cannot be shut down uh, by some external large big tech corporation or whatever. And so you actually have some uh, some freedoms there. In fact, you have the freedom to create your own chat room if you want to. You can uh, There's already dozens there that have been created by other listeners, a few of them created by the show. And if those aren't good enough, you want something new, just create your own. You can invite people to it. It can be private. It can be public. It can be encrypted or not. It's up to you how to run it. Head over to chat.freetalklive.com and you can get the step-by-step instructions on how to join it. So just a little bit more about this story from TheVerge.com. The... Uh, Apparently the Federal Reserve told Silvergate you know something that made them not want to participate in this project but yet somehow Silvergate is buying it now it's very confusing uh, according to the verge he says I've also heard someone involved that the from someone involved the Fed threatened Silvergate putting the launch on ice. A DM Association spokesperson, Michael Crittenden, told The Verge that Bloomberg's story contained some factual errors, but declined to comment further. I guess Bloomberg was uh, broke the news about this.
2: Well, we know that the uh, I guess not the Fed, the IMF um, threatened El Salvador recently, so they're not above threatening people to get their way in uh, cr- cryptocurrency. You know, for situations. all the
1: naysayers of cryptocurrency out there who think that the government is actually. The ones behind crypto. So You're ridiculous. Hmm. You gotta look at how many threats they throw at every if they were in control of crypto, they wouldn't have to threaten anybody with, anybody with anything. No.
2: In fact, they would want people to adopt it, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. They're
1: definitely not in control of
0: cryptocurrency. I mean it's quite clear. Anyone that can understand what it is
1: understands why that's impossible. And all the governments are acting this way against cryptocurrency. Yeah, apparently the Biden
0: administration is going to come out with some kind of an executive order in the next few weeks. It's getting headlines already. Sweet. uh, Cracking down in some way on cryptocurrency due to quote-unquote national security. That's all they're saying right now. Uh, There's no details on it yet.
2: I don't see how they could crack down any harder than they already did.
0: Well, they may have some new other tricks up their sleeve. We'll see. Uh, but if DM is indeed selling its assets, that may be an indication that the cryptocurrency cannot find a way forward. Originally, Libra, which was what they had called it before they changed it to DM, was meant to be a digital token backed by a basket of currencies from around the world. But regulators quickly halted that idea. So a simplified design was created pegging a rebranded DM token to the U.S. dollar. But apparently that wasn't good enough either. There have been other recent signs that DM may not see the light of day. Facebook, which now calls itself Meta, recently launched a digital wallet that it originally had built for DM with a different stablecoin from Paxos instead. So they completely shifted gears. And they said, you know, we're not going to do this ourselves. We'll just go on board with an, uh, an already existing stablecoin. So
2: they did release. So something? yeah,
0: apparently Facebook has its own digital wallet now, and you can, I guess, send payments with it. Not me. Odd. I, yeah, I'm not on Facebook, so I have no way of no, uh, just verifying I that. That's yeah, a h- hard pass. <laughs> David Marcus, the executive originally proposed Libra and led the digital wallet project from Meta, left the company late last year after most of the founding team behind the project jumped ship. So there you go. It's over. The Libra thing is done for. DM is dead. Uh, whether Silvergate will will revive it with whatever assets it's being sold from Facebook remains to be seen. And you know what? Who really cares? Who cares? I think
2: them changing the name from Libra to DM is kind of telling. It's like how Google just was like, let's take out "Don't be evil" from our yeah. motto. They were like, <laughs> let's take out a word that means freedom. From this,
0: does Libra mean freedom?
2: It means free, right? I guess
0: it's got that root, right? Liberty, yeah, liberty. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they're not free and they proved it. And so I just, the reason we followed this isn't because it's an exciting stablecoin. It's because it's Facebook, right? Like Facebook is such a big company. The, them coming out with a stablecoin, regardless of what you think of it, is worthy of talking about. And now, I don't now,
2: really think stablecoins are ever exciting.
0: You don't think they are? No. Yeah. I used to be completely like confused by why they exist, but then I figured it. I finally understood it after a few years. It's been probably a few years since I finally got it. Uh, Stablecoins that aren't run by mega corporations like like Facebook, the ones that are out there on the internet. Uh, Stablecoins allow cryptocurrency users to sell. Let's say you got Bitcoin, and let's say you think the price of Bitcoin is going to go down. And you sell your Bitcoin and you turn it into a stable coin. And so then you've taken whatever amount of Bitcoin, let's say you had a, a tenth of a Bitcoin, right? So let's say it was $50,000. So you just take, took $5,000 uh, out of that. You, you turn your Bitcoin into 5,000 stable coins, hmm. which are equal equivalent to roughly $5,000. And then you were correct. Bitcoin is going down and it goes all the way down to $30,000. And then you could take that five thousand dollars that you took out of the Bitcoin as stable coins and then buy more Bitcoin at a lower price point with the stable coins, mm. all without ever actually touching the dollar. Nice. And so that's kind of the brilliance of the stablecoin. Yes, we know dollars suck. We know that they're they're awful. We know that they're backed by nothing. We know all of this. But that doesn't mean they don't have a use in the world of cryptocurrency. And so, again, you can't really, in my opinion. I don't play this game where I try to predict what the price of these things are going to do. I have no idea. I don't know. I, I don't see how anyone can know what the price of, you know, Bitcoin is going to do from one moment to the next. But some people they play those games.
1: And, how is the price of a stable coin, um, established?
0: Well, that's an excellent question. Uh, you know, to keep it simple. The standard way of doing it is you back it by a dollar so there's a company out there called tether there's another one called circle and coinbase and those two companies have formed an alliance to create usdc so those are the number one and the number two stable coins out there right now if you look at the top 10 coins in the world on coinmarketcap.com you'll see tether i think it's like number three or something like that i don't have the list in front of me at the moment but it's big and then you'll see USDC is a couple down from Tether. Also very very big. Between the two of them there's over 100 billion dollars in stablecoins that they've issued. So they they literally supposedly have in a bank account somewhere or more than one bank account in more than one part of the world or where I don't know what their strategy is, but they actually have dollars uh back, backing these things that they've issued online up. Does that make sense? Yeah. Now the big question with tether is do they really have it and there have been a lot of people over years who have asked that question and tether has never really proven very clearly that they actually have what they say that they have so there's a big question mark when it comes to uh to the actual supply of what is backing
2: how many would they need
0: i think they've got like 78 billion right now i have to check on that for you bonnie Uh, tether currently has a market cap of over 78 billion dollars so they would need that amount of dollars roughly now they have said they have other dollar quote-unquote dollar equivalents which can be like treasury bonds and and things like that but essentially they are supposed to have that amount of of money in a bank usdc which is called usd coin uh has 49 billion so they have done audits apparently because coinbase is behind that one and they of course are you know, as regulated as they can possibly right. be, by the book. Yeah, but then things get interesting when you get into the decentralized stablecoins, because the government likes the central. I mean, the government doesn't like stablecoins at all, but they can at least touch Tether and USDC. They can go to their offices and they can raid them, and they can you know right. steal their bank bank accounts and things like that. They have an address. There are other stablecoins, like DAI, D-A-I, and the newer one called UST, which is based on the Terra network, that don't have any dollars backing them. They have... Cryptocurrencies backing them. Oh, which is gets very interesting. It's it's gonna to be too deep for us to cover here. But for those of you that are that find this an interesting topic, I would recommend you look at both Terra and DAI. There's even gonna be one from Monero coming soon as well, which is also very interesting. More coming up here. Free talk live.
1: Free Talk Live
0: It's Free Talk Live. You can bring up whatever you want right here, the number six oh three-283-6160. That's six oh three two eight three six one six zero. Uh coming up we're gonna get into a story, Matt, that you you wanted to talk about tonight. The yeah. ATF up to no good as usual. Uh-huh. I mean, they don't ever actually do anything good. I've never yeah. heard any story about how the
1: ATF actually helped somebody. save saved the day. They never did that.
0: No. Uh, and we're going to get into it. Uh, your calls are also welcome. Plus, uh, somebody called earlier about the New Hampshire secession movement. That actually just hit the mainstream media, and it could blow up. It hit Boston, Boston Globe. And we've got that story for you, too, just to see what their perspective was on it all. Uh, that's on the way, but what's going
1: on with the ATF, Matt? So uh, on the Mister Guns and Gear channel, it's a pretty big gun channel on YouTube. YouTube. Yeah, uh, somebody inside the ATF apparently sent him a, 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 an inner office memo that went around the ATF uh, just yesterday morning, and basically what the uh, what the what the letter says is that they're gonna confiscate a whole bunch of what are called, uh, they're basically um, they're semi-auto triggers for AR-15s, except they're a forced reset trigger. So the definition of semi-automatic is any gun that fires one round every time you pull, you pull, the, pull tr- the trigger. So these triggers, when you pull the trigger, part of the, um, the recoil effect of the gun forces the Uh, trigger back forward, Mm -hmm. and so you just hold your finger back on the trigger, and Mm -hmm. it'll bump, 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 Mm -hmm. bump, bump, bump. They don't like that. They don't like that. But it's like it's like a bump trigger. It sounds like almost. it's like a, like a bump stock, mm-hmm. a bump stock, but, but a in bump a trigger. trigger. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, yeah, you just hold your finger down on it, and it will uh, the wow. sear will catch and release, catch and release, just like a semi-auto. But for all intents and purposes, you're holding your finger on it down the whole time. And the problem with a bump stock is they're not really accurate. No. Yeah. no what firing? is a bump stock? Uh, a bump stock was a device that. Uh, if you were to shoulder the the weapon normally and then pull forward against uh the hand grip the gun's recoil would pop 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 and kind of give you a fully automatic type of action but it just sprays everywhere yeah it's and- not it's they and they were kind of toy like none of them were really well made i would never want to walk onto a battlefield with one it's probably going to break hmm. you know it's not it was never something that should be taken seriously it's mm-hmm. a range toy
2: so this bump trigger thing is like a Fix for that, kinda
0: yeah, takes it to a new level. Kinda, now, is
1: this a new concept or has this been around for decades? There's, uh, it's no, it's this is a fairly new concept. Oh here. wow, the, these are a new idea. They're are they are a few years old, but wow, uh, there's a couple companies that make them. Though I think the one that invented it's called Rare Breed. There's a couple. The the one called Rare Breed is the one I've known for the longest. And, um, and
0: what's the name of it exactly? What kind of trigger?
1: Oh, I can't think. Of it. It's a it's a basically a for, I call it a forced reset trigger. Forced reset trigger. It, that, okay. I don't know what they're calling it, mm-hmm. um, or what Rare Breed even calls it. I they're really expensive. I would never front. You know, it's five hundred bucks or something. like that. Wow. Like four or five hundred bucks per piece tri- of metal for trigger. Yeah, so. Um, There's
0: got to be somebody in China that's uh, cranking those cranking things out those, for uh, you yeah. know, a
1: tenth of the cost. I, I'm thinking customs would catch those pretty fast. You know? <laughs> um, there was a that's uh, not a trigger; it's jewelry. Yeah, what are you talking about? There was a uh, um, a device that you could get on Wish.com, which mm-hmm. very, very closely resembled a, uh, a a full auto switch for a Glock, mm. and um, they were selling them as. Something else, <laughs> like a cleaning aid for your gun, or something. <laughs> <laughs> so. So uh, people bought millions of those things wow. for like you know twelve ninety five on Wish. or whatever, and uh, did of, they shut it down of somehow? Of course. So, of it, course,
2: is Rare Breeds an American company? Yes.
1: Yeah. Uh, So, these uh, Rare Breed has been threatened by the ATF before in the past, and so have the other companies. There's a couple other companies that have very similar products now. um, Yeah, any company that makes it possible for an individual
0: to make their own decisions about their own firearms that could possibly be offensive to the government will be targeted.
1: Yeah, the thing is... Uh, rare breed faced him down and said, mm. "Get out of my face! That's not nice. that, that's uh, we're not we're not going to deal with you. We follow the well, law they're, here. They're they, well
0: named, they, then they truly are a rare, rare breed. breed. Yeah. I mean, because most companies will will completely cave. Yeah, when totally, and they, the they always do. But well, this. Uh,
2: so why did this YouTuber is, is the YouTuber part of Rare Breed?
1: No, the YouTuber is just a very highly watched um, gun channel, and someone from inside the ATF has sent him an inner office memo that went around yesterday morning. He immediately made a video of it and got it out because what the what the uh, the interoffice memo basically says is tomorrow we strike, hmm. and they're going to go to all these gun dealers and and uh, you know gun supply stores and places that might sell a rare breed or these forced reset triggers reset triggers and um, basically ask for them from hmm. the store the, from the shopkeepers uh, saying we we like to oh, take I, those I bet with they're not going to ask. Well, here's what here's how the <laughs> language goes. This is from uh, it's it's uh, it's addressed to all field offices. Hmm. Okay, so it's a pretty widespread yeah. letter. It's being sent out by Jen uh, Jennifer Chicolani, Chief Field Management Staff of Bureau Alco- Bureau of Alcohol Tobacco Firearms Explosives. Um, she says, uh, paragraph three, as discussed, please please be prepared to take possession of any documents and FRTs, forced reset triggers. Mm. The manufacturer-distributor-retailer offers to surrender, to the surrenderer. That they they offer to surrender. Yeah. So they really are going to ask. Yeah. Well, (laughs) it it goes on. Let me read. (laughs) All right. Uh, The manufacturer-distributor-retailer may choose to abandon the items, in which case ask them to complete a consent to forfeiture of property and waiver notice, ATF 3400.1. If the manufacturer seller refuses to abandon the items, please take custody of the items and seize them for forfeiture so that they can be properly noticed. Oh, so they're not going to ask? Correct. They okay. are, and then they're not. Okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, additionally, FMS will be collecting the number of FRTs. There's tons of acronyms in this because mm-hmm. they're government. Um, a number of FRTs will be collecting the number of FRTs recovered and number of defendants found in possession. These. So they're calling these shopkeepers defendants in the third paragraph. Oh boy. The Why are they calling them defendants? Sounds like they want to bring some charges. Yep. Uh, I don't know if that was a slip or uh found in possession of these devices the, this and this is in bold for some reason this initial request for the time frame of October 1st 2022 to present please have this information to me by COB Monday January 26 2022.
2: So okay. some person inside the ATF that doesn't agree with this sent it to this youtuber to get word out. I think out? so
1: yeah and uh it was that, that's what he said mm, and it cool. was kept uh you know the person was kept totally you know things are blacked out on the uh on the on on the letter, so you can't see whose email address so, I went to and stuff. So
0: this was supposed to go down today? Starting today. Okay. Has there been any rumblings? I have not heard
1: anything yet, but let's see tomorrow. Mm. We'll get back to you next week on this. Yikes. I wonder what they could be charged with. Um, so the In the case of some... Uh, Some trigger mechanism devices, like the ones people were buying off Wish, Mm -hmm. just to be in possession of one of those, even if you don't have a gun to put it in, is considered a machine gun. Wow, and that means you need a license if you're going to have something yeah, like you gotta that, have the right? tax stamp and the blah 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 and the registration and so forth. Otherwise, uh, it's a felony charge, right? And right. you know, back in the '80s, you could go into the gun like catalogs and buy these things called lightning links, and a lightning link was literally a flat little piece of aluminum. Picture uh, picture the pop top on a uh, on a modern um, soda can, soda can. Yeah. And bent a little bit, and Mm -hmm. they would drop it into the trigger mechanism, and it would prevent the sear from grabbing, and it would make your semi-automatic AR-15 into a fully automatic AR-15 for all intents and purposes. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, Lightning links were, you know, $9, and they were literally about as expensive to produce as a paperclip. And there was tons of them out there, and they banned those and considered them each- Even though they are not a gun, they considered the Lightning Link itself to be a machine gun. That's
2: insane.
1: Imagine a pop-top of a soda can being called a machine gun. That's
0: the the insanity of the the state. I mean, they can define whatever terms they want, however Mm. they want. But don't they normally
1: at least give shops a heads up? Like, hey, we're banning this thing. No, because they don't want those people to go into their inventory and scoop them all up and take them home, hide them in their closet. Mm. Put them in a storage unit or stash them somewhere.
2: Hopefully that's what people are doing today.
1: Keep us in the loop on this, uh, Matt, if this
0: develops. It sounds absolutely awful. Will do. Uh, Yet another reason to secede, by the way. There's no, this is not going to get better. Yeah, this
2: unelected uh, group of people
0: going around taking people's guns. More coming up here. This is Free Talk Live. It is Free Talk Live can join us, number is 603-283-6160, that's 603-283-6160, and bring up whatever's on your mind. We got lots to talk about here uh, tonight, including the latest on New Hampshire independence. We had a lady call in earlier in the show about it, uh, Matt, you were just discussing this insane The latest insanity from the ATF where a memo has been leaked, hopefully with enough time to get to gun store owners who might be uh, they might be stocking a particular item, which was called a what was it again? A forced reset trigger, forced reset trigger and hopefully get them out of their store, remove them from their inventory because the ATF is planning to come around and not only snatch it from them,
1: but possibly charge them criminally yep. for having them. You know, what's funny is that the ATF, you know, I was talking about lightning links too. You know, the lightning links were a thing in the 80s and some of those were grandfathered in, you know, like you could register them as a machine gun. The wow. ATF, if you had a lightning link, you're, mm-hmm. we're going to give you amnesty and you can register it with us and we'll give you a tax stamp for it. And nowadays, a lightning link can be like 20 grand. I wow. want you to picture the pop top from a soda can. <laughs> that'll be twenty thousand dollars. Wow. Okay, there's stupid little block of metal that drops down into the trigger mechanism of an AR-15.
2: Well, can you 3D print them now, or they have well, to be metal? Well, you
1: can. You didn't. You don't even need to go that far. Yes, yes, to answer your question. Oh,
2: they have to be metal.
1: But uh, no, not wait. Necessarily. Yes, you can 3D print them, or yes, they have to be metal. If you if you have a if you have a, a plastic that you can 3D print, that'll put up with a little bit of warmth, mm. uh, yeah, you're fine. You can mm. 3D print them. Mm. If you 3D print them and you get caught, you will be charged with possession of a machine gun. Mm. Uh, wow. So don't do it. And also, another thing you should not do is just bend up a piece of uh, coat hanger and drop it down in there in a specific <laughs> way, and uh, it'll do the exact same job. So you don't want to get caught with that either. Yeah. Yeah. And, you don't ever uh, do these th- things. Th- th- you, you should never search the internet on how to do that. Lightning links. Lightning link. Uh,
0: So, yeah, again, another reason to say goodbye, because the federal government gang is not concerned with your right to bear arms. They're not concerned with your rights at all.
2: Well, they weren't even, like, legally elected, so they are not concerned with anything. What do you mean
0: they weren't
1: legally elected?
2: They were just They had elections. Appointed. The ATF? Oh, you mean the ATF. Yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. They're just employees. They, they're just cops. They get hired. They're just bureaucrats. You know, they also, concerned uh, with the Constitution uh, you know, or whatever. I don't know if you talked about Cody Wilson's latest, but... No, what's he up to? Uh, the, Cody Wilson,
0: the founder of the Ghost Gunner, yeah, uh, the yeah. Ghost Gun printer, basically. Not, it's, it's not a technically a printer. It puts together yeah, the pieces machine. to... to yeah. uh, it, it makes it easier to build your own gun yeah, from the so, 80% lower, basically. Yeah,
1: 80% lower. So now they're they're going to... He's throwing another monkey wrench into the works, and it's, it's going to be capable of doing 100% lowers. What is that? So what is a 100% lower? That means I'd... you drop in a block of metal and walk away. Okay, hold on.
0: <laughs> so you got to have to explain this a little bit further. I knew that an 80% lower was basically... The bottom part of a gun that is kind of like the handle, and then you put some other pieces on top of it, basically. So, hold on, let me explain a little further to my understanding. Correct me where I'm wrong. The 80% lower, you can sell without a license in most states, right? Like, you can just, it's just a hunk of metal, basically. And so, it's not a gun, quote unquote it's 80% of what could be a gun if you finished it properly with the right tools and the right equipment, correct? Right, and correct. the Ghost Gunner is this tiny little, I mean, relatively small box that has all the necessary components to actually, you put the, the, the tools in, basically, and this thing, or you put the com- components in, and this
1: tool puts them together for you, essentially. It carves out the rest of So an 80% lower when it comes to AR-15s, mm-hmm. Or 1911s, for that matter, is a is it's a, it's a lower or a frame that is 80 percent finished. Ah, uh, so it needs some. Some milling or drilling or yeah, whatever, right? Yeah. Okay. So you you have to do the rest and uh, that's cons- that's what turns it's, it's it into not, a gun. if it's if it's only eighty percent, it's not considered a firearm by the ATF. Which if, means that anybody can sell them, right? Correct. Yeah, like you could go
0: you could walk into uh, Mighty Moose Mart or something like that. If they had eighty percent lowers on the shelves, yeah. Buy them without ID. Yep. You wouldn't have to fill out any paperwork anyways,
1: they're literally a paperweight,
0: but if you put the drill holes in the right place
1: and you then put the parts into them, you got what's called a ghost gun. I would say if you touched that thing, if they if anybody were if 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 the postman nicked the package and put a ding in the side of that piece of metal and you got <laughs> and and he got you know, it's now to, eighty
0: point zero one correct
1: and 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 so eighty eighty <laughs> percent means eighty uh-huh. percent so uh, so. Yeah, they're, they're essentially a raw forging, like, uh, uh, you know, giant for, forging companies make these for gun manufacturers like Smith & Wesson and so forth, and they take these these lowers and they finish them. Yeah. Uh, that's the same thing you would be getting in the mail if you bought an 80% lower. But
0: if it's something that you do for your own sake, you're not selling it, Right. it doesn't have to have a serial number right right? In most
1: states most states yes
0: yeah we're not giving legal advice this is just what well, i've heard right. uh but as far as the atf is concerned they can't do anything about it at this time there's no laws that
1: prohibit that right so what is a 100 percent lower it's a block of metal with no form or shape <laughs> it's okay it's a square so block it's not a hundred percent in that it's a hundred percent a gun it's 100 percent not. They're calling it a 100 percent lower to be funny. Okay, okay, because it's literally a block of raw aluminum. <laughs> and so, Cody Wilson is doing what with this? He's making the ghost gunner so that it's capable of carving out and in the the whole thing. Wow. So it's you feed it a block of metal, you clamp it down, and it go. You put the milling heads in. It's just the, the ghost gunner is just a milling machine. Yeah. Right? It's a computer CN- controlled. Control. Thing. Yeah. CNC. Mm-hmm. So. It, but miniature for your house yeah and you drop it in there you tell it what's in there you feed it a shape and tell it what you want it to look like at the end and it's just but mills it out and makes it happen
2: any metal in any shape of metal you can put into this and it melts it
1: no it, it's a milling machine so it, it mills it has drills and and uh milling ends and stuff like that and well, it cuts car- it, get... it it carves it yeah
2: but it did how do you get a piece of metal that's perfectly in the shape of a gun?
1: You don't. You put a piece of rectangular shaped block aluminum in it, and it turns it into the shape of. Aluminum. So you could
0: say, "I want a nineteen eleven. I want an AK or whatever." Right? Like if the block was large enough, presuming yep. it could handle the size, right. or you could get a Glock or whatever. Like you yep. could take this block of metal and
1: turn it into whatever gun there exists for the the plans that. As this long machine as, can as have. Cody or some other nerd has written a file for mm-hmm. it, then yes. That's incredible. Maybe
2: they'll open source it so anybody can write a file for any gun.
1: That's I'm that's Cody's way. Hmm. So
0: yeah, this guy's a libertarian. He had uh, offices in Austin, mm-hmm. Texas. Uh, in fact, it, we toured it uh, once upon a time. We I'm were out there jealous. for a Bitcoin conference and we went we on Mark. a tour. Uh, Mark was present for the for the tour, uh, but uh, at the time, like these things, I think they were on like the second iteration of the Ghost Gunner. So there've been a few different. I think there's was it Ghost Gunner Three is out there now. I think, I think so. Uh, but these I mean, you could probably fit. Two of them between our you know, where we're sitting right now on this desk. They're not a large no, they're little. machine. Um and he was showing off some of the things that they made with this ghost gunner that, you know, they're not just for pistols. You can you can make a full on like semi automatic sure. uh, assault rifle.
1: Yeah, or whatever. Yeah. It's a oh, milling machine. Right if you're if you're handy rifle. you know how to work a milling machine, it's the same thing. You know, you could do anything with it.
0: Uh, The number here is 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. Independence would take this a lot further. That's for sure. We can talk about the latest on uh, the secession movement here in New Hampshire. It's finally getting some big media coverage. More coming up. On Free Talk Live, we're bringing people to the ideas of liberty every day. From wrestling superstars like Glenn Jacobs.
1: You guys really are having an impact, I believe. Like I said, uh, a lot of where I am now is due to listening to Free Talk Live. You changed my mind on some very important issues years ago.
0: To random people tuning in on the radio.
1: I was kind of stuck in the left-right paradigm. I heard your show by chance on a Saturday night. From there, I went on join the Free State Project and become an amplifier. So, I mean, that's really the reason why I amp is uh, because... I know that if it wasn't for you guys being on as many stations as you are, I never would have found the ideas of liberty.
0: You can help more people hear the message of liberty by joining Free Talk Live's AMPS program on Patreon for as little as $5 a month. And you'll get access to special perks. Visit amps.freetalklive.com. amps.freetalklive.com. free talk live phones are open if you want to join the show you can bring up whatever you want the number is 603-283-6160 that's 603-283-6160 cryptocurrency is a technology that's going to be with us for the rest of our lives likely for generations maybe for a very very long time it is uh, excellent technology and that is why bitcoin has been the number one investment in the last decade there's nothing that comes close so maybe you should take time to actually do some research on this maybe you want to go to bitcoin.com click get started at the top of the page and get into some of the introductory videos that they have there you got three minutes free Go watch the first video maybe you want to watch a few more after that to learn more and to dig into some of the basics about what makes cryptocurrency like bitcoin and bitcoin cash special why is it that it's taking the world by storm? There are a lot of questions, and there are some good answers, so get over to Bitcoin.com. It's a new technology, so there is a little bit of a learning curve. You know, you do, you ought to learn something about this before you just jump right in. Yeah, and it's not really that hard.
1: No. It's really easy. Uh, I'm, I mean, an, I'm an idiot, and I can do it.
0: <laughs> there's some new ideas, and it does take a moment, but there's some really nice videos that make it easy, that make it simple to uh, to learn about decentralization Blockchains, What are these things? Get over to Bitcoin.com, click Get Started, and you can learn more there. Also, if you're not new to crypto and you want to get the latest news headlines, they've got them every day over at news.bitcoin.com. They do great reporting there at news.bitcoin.com. So, uh, I was really happy to see today that apparently the Boston Globe has run a story. And this got published yesterday, it looks like, so pretty fresh. Ah, uh, Boston Globe, which is you know major mainstream media publication out of Boston. This is the first time that I have seen any kind of me, uh, mainstream media publications outside of New Hampshire covering New Hampshire independence. So we've had the Keene Sentinel, we've had the Concord Monitor, we've had uh, the the Union Leader, right? Like the 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 newspapers within New Hampshire have covered this story, but this is the first biggie, and it, and this could go. I'm not going to say it's going to... I'm not going to predict it's going to go viral, but it could get picked up by other news organizations. It got it,
2: picked up by MSN, right?
0: MSN, yeah. They took the exact same story and just kind of put their header on it and put it out there. Uh, so that's, that could happen where the actual exact same story gets picked up, but also media is a like a monkey see, monkey do kind of business if somebody's reporting on something that's a big you know sounds like it could be a, a hot story others will jump on the story and they'll do their own story they won't just copy and paste this story they'll go like the ap might be calling up for an interview for uh, the, the sponsors of the the independence bill so we don't know
2: why are you excited about it since it's the most like biased worst reporting of the independence bill thus far it's like it has to be the most biased against it
0: I don't know. I mean, I think they're all biased against it, from what I've seen. All the mainstream media is going to take the position of, "So, oh, we got to stay with the government. We got to stay with the federal government. We can't leave. They'll kill us. They'll ki- don't you see what they did in the Civil War?" I and mean, they all have the same uh, lines that they trot out about this. I, I really
1: agree. couldn't believe that one of their main excuses for wanting to stay in the Union was that they're that they'll be killed by the federal government if they don't. <laughs>
2: Yeah, the, Why are you shocked um, by that? Brody said um, that it was settled in the Civil War.
1: That's, that's because it is a mainstream belief
0: that well, secession is impossible.
2: I agree that it is a good thing, even though it's really bad coverage, like coverage trying to make independence movement look bad. Mm-hmm. I agree that's a good thing because I think a lot of people now have their own personal filter in their head where they see the mainstream news saying something when the main- mainstream media goes heavily against something, they're like, oh, the mainstream media sucks, so... I don't have to agree with this automatically. I don't think it really matters what they say anymore. People know that they're
0: garbage. critical of it, yeah, for sure. So here's the number one reason why I think this is a good article. They linked to the testimony. And I'm not just saying that because it's on the Free Keen channel, but it is on the Free Keen channel, the one that they linked to. They could have linked to the government's version of the testimony, but they didn't. Uh, So the the testimony that we all attended, by the way, this was a week, was it just a week ago now?
2: Yeah, I guess so. The 20th?
0: Yeah, a week ago. Yeah, so one week ago. So yeah, one week ago tonight. I think we were all at the state house, uh, the legislative office building, in a packed room where it was standing room only, mm-hmm. uh, almost too many people to where they would have had to have taken us into Reps Hall, which would seat 400. But we probably had like close to 100, maybe 80 or so people uh, were in this room, and so really good turnout. We're there watching this hearing and. I don't know, two dozen people maybe testified in front of this committee. There were a few state reps. And the only people who testified against the bill to allow the people of New Hampshire to vote on whether or not to leave the United States, the only people who were against it was one dude in the testimony uh, phase and then a few state reps. And that was it. Everybody else was for it. And so there's three hours of this testimony. I got video of it. But there's also cameras mounted permanently in that room now, thanks to COVID. So one of the actual nice things that happened due to COVID was that the state house is now wired for audio and video. So there are now independent or not independent, but state provided streams over YouTube of every committee hearing.
1: Oh, so that's if, cool.
0: So, yeah, if you want to watch a committee hearing, but you, know, you don't really want to go to Concord to sit there for it. You just watch it on video, presuming their streams are working. And I don't presume that their streams are going to work. So that's why I brought my own camera in <laughs> right. and I got my own footage of it and put it up on the Freekeen uh, channel over on uh, Odyssey, which you can get to over at video.freekeen.com. Within the first paragraph, they link to that video. Here's the story from Boston Globe Shannon Larson reporting a long shot proposal. Oh, here's the, the title This is crazy. New Hampshire separatists call for state to secede from union. A long shot proposal by a group of separatists to make New Hampshire its own independent nation was likely killed in committee at the end of last week following a packed public hearing that consisted of approximately three hours of testimony. And again, that links to. My video over at Free
1: Keen, which is great. That's great.
0: Uh, the measure would seek to change the state constitution to say that New Hampshire, quote, peaceably declares independence from the United States and immediately proceeds as a sovereign nation.
2: A horror. This is crazy.
0: Representative Brody Deshaies, a Republican, during a roll call vote on the bill Friday, said, quote, I think it deserves a resounding no. I think Governor Sununu says it quite well. When you hear crazy knocking at the door, you slam it shut. Oh, this is crazy. This so, is unconstitutional.
2: I was wondering, did Sununu say that about independence no. or did Sununu just say that and he's quoting it?
0: Some other. I think it's some other statement. about. It. I don't think, to my knowledge, Sununu has made any comment on secession. Hmm. If he has, I would think someone would have given us a heads up about that. Uh, but he said further, this is a violation of our oath. And Bonnie, you wrote a really detailed piece and published it over at freekeen.com and I think LibertyBlock.com as yes, well? Yes,
2: the Liberty Block Do- or, yeah, Liberty Block
0: LibertyBlock.com. Yeah, yeah, it's where you took Brody Deshays, this very same state rep, you dug deep into his statements and you did a lot of research. It's very, very well written. Uh, Very lengthy, and you really got into what he had to say about this. Yes,
2: uh, the only thing he used to back up his claim that it would be um, against their oaths, or, well, not really that it would be against their oaths, but he said that it would get you, um, the federal government would kick you out of your office and possibly go after you for rebellion. Mm -hmm. Or not you, but the state reps, if they voted yes on this. The only thing he tried to use to back that up was, Amendment Fourteen, Section Three of the U.S. Constitution, and I looked it up, and it is really, really convoluted. Me and Ian at first were kind of arguing over what we thought it meant, and then um, what I decided what I thought it meant, and then I looked up looked up other people's interpretations, and it, I appeared to be right. Basically, what it means is. You can't get elected into office if you have ever gone to war against the U.S. Uh, federal government already.
0: Or given aid or comfort to the nation's enemies.
2: Yeah, so that has nothing to do with somebody voting yes or no on putting a constitutional amendment on the ballot properly. Like the Correct. exact proper uh, legal procedure is being used. Um, I don't understand how he thinks that that, uh, you know, Amendment 14, Section 3 of the U.S. Constitution has anything to do with people doing that today. I I, well, some
0: constitutional expert told him so. I don't know if he thinks anything. Well, like, the he constitutional, blank
2: constitutional slate. Uh, expert obviously can't read because he doesn't believe the Second Amendment gives people the right to bear arms.
0: <laughs> well, it protects the right. Uh, people have rights and the Constitution's supposed to acknowledge it mm-hmm. doesn't give rights. There's more coming up. 603-283-6160. If you want to weigh in, you can join us here, whether it's about independence or whatever's on your mind. Free Talk Live. This is free talk live the phones are open if you want to join us here the number 603-283-6160 that's 603-283-6160 with you tonight it's Ian Matt, and Bonnie don't forget to join us on our website over at freetalklive.com we got a lot of features there in fact one of them is our uh, chat server in fact Matt you just hopped on into the on-air now uh, chat room over I there.
1: I did. I'm in here. I'm so enjoy, stuff.
0: Enjoy the trolling. Uh, you get less trolliness if you go to our social media platform over at social.freetalklive.com. In fact, I don't know if any of the chat trolls are over there. I don't think they, they post regularly, uh, if they are. But uh, social.freetalklive.com is our decentralized, federated, self-hosted, uh, open-source social media server we're competing with facebook and twitter we give you an alternative where you have way more freedom of speech so head over to social.freetalklive.com as we go back to this story here uh written in the boston globe the first what i at least as far as i've seen first mainstream media uh coverage of what's been going on here for the last several months in new hampshire which is the very first in the history of new hampshire and maybe some of the first in nationwide hearings where the people could actually come to and be heard by their so-called representatives on the question of independence on the question of should these state representatives vote to allow people to vote that's all that we were asking them to do just put this on the ballot put the question of should new hampshire update its constitution to peaceably declare independence from the united states and proceed
1: immediately as a sovereign nation should that be on the ballot that's all we wanted well, according to the 14th Amendment, Section 3, uh, you know, I had a, I, I wanted to take exception to that real quick. Who is it that you said it had to do with open rebellion or en- enemies, uh, enemies of the United States government or something? It
2: was saying that you cannot become a part of the government as it, it listed like all these different positions, including state representatives state rep. Um, if you had ever been an enemy of the government, went to war against the government, or gave aid and comfort to their enemies,
1: so right. who decides what the definition of enemy is?
2: Hmm.
0: The
1: federal government probably
0: would, uh, but in this case, it doesn't apply because These she's are talking already about people. Rubs. Right, she's talking about people running for office. You are not allowed to run for office in the United States if they can say or show that you helped out the Taliban. Or oh. that you helped out, you know, uh, Saddam Hussein, or the communist Russians, or somebody in the past, right? Uh, or if you're involved with it right now, you cannot be uh, running for office. So this isn't about kicking people out of office who are assisting with a peaceful secession measure, right? Who aren't even voting on the question of secession. They're not even going that far. Right. We're just saying put this on the ballot and let people decide. Correct.
2: He made this convoluted argument that. You're engaging in a constitutional process every step along the way, he says, by voting to uh, ought to pass in that committee. What? That's ridiculous. But it is constitutional. But I'm just saying, is it a constitutional process that is just the same as the governor uh, rubber stamping that we are now independent? I mean, it doesn't matter anyway, because the second the governor does that, the U.S. Constitution is out of our Constitution, and...
0: Well, the governor has no say, basically, on this question. If it goes through the House and it goes through the, the State Senate, uh, then it goes straight to the people. So the governor, actually, the only thing he can do is, quote-unquote, proclaim it mm. after it's passed that's by two-thirds of the voters. But I suspect it goes through whether or not he proclaims it. Yeah,
2: but I'm just saying, like, yeah. it, the last step would be him doing that. Yes, And wh- as soon as that happens, the U.S. Uh, federal constitution has nothing to do with us anymore it's just null and void so how would we be you know breaking a law or breaking a you know going against something it doesn't that doesn't apply to us anymore at that moment
1: well there's nothing in the constitution that prohibits this Nope. and it seems like chris sununu would want to be all over this because then he could be president he would be of New Hampshire. And if that's, he
2: won in November.
1: Yeah, it, right. He And that's what that's the position used to be. That's a bigger deal than governor. That's
0: what the position used to be called, by the way, before New Hampshire joined the United States. Because remember, New Hampshire was an independent nation prior to joining the United that's States. True. And it was president. They updated the Constitution after joining the United States to change it from, pres- from president to governor. Did not know that. Yeah, so that would go back to the way it was. And actually, that's all we're asking here is let's go back to the way you know it used to be, where New Hampshire was already independent uh but the reason why he wouldn't want to do that is because he is currying favor with the federal politicians he wants them to send millions of dollars into the state he wants to personally join them as he's a probably, u.s senator
2: he's probably done things that we don't know about that basically makes him to by them i bet he can't sure. do this if he wants
0: if I, I, I bet you're to. right about that and he wants to be president of course. So that he's got his eyes on the halls of power in D.C., and so he does not want New Hampshire to be independent because it's all about him. Anyway, uh, in a unanimous vote, this is from the Boston Globe, the New Hampshire House Committee on State-Federal Relations and Veterans Affairs signaled they were against the bill, but the Senate committee will receive the measure as well, which that was something they mentioned at the executive uh, conference that they had on this that i I was not aware of, and I was surprised by it because I figured... Well, if it doesn't pass the House, why would the Senate even pick up this bill? Why would that be even necessary? It's obviously not going to go through. But according to this story and according to what the head of the committee said, the Senate will hear this bill as well. There will be huh. another public hearing, another day on which all of us can go and speak in front of us, likely much smaller. here um, Senate, Like the Senate, when they hear, there's only 24 senators. So the Senate committees are five people. So it'll likely be we'll be talking to five people, and then they'll vote on it, too. So we'll
1: see. I'm excited for that. Yeah.
0: We get a second crack at it, basically. Uh, Deshays, according to the story here, noted that the Senate will do that. Every bill in New Hampshire must receive a committee hearing by law, which is one of the reasons why New Hampshire is further along in this process than even Texas. You know, big Texas. Everything's bigger in Texas. Well, they can't even get a bill to a hearing in Texas. When it comes to independence.
2: Yeah, because the government's bigger.
0: That's right. The government is bigger and it's harder to do things in it. And there's more people in the seats of power in Texas who can just crush a bill basically in the cradle before it even gets into a committee. So in New Hampshire, every bill, no matter how wacky, no matter how unsupported, as long as it's got one sponsor, it gets a public hearing. Maybe no one will show up to the public hearing, but it's going to have a hearing. And if you want to go speak on that bill, whatever it is you can go and do it
1: i love this state
0: and that is a level of political accessibility that just doesn't exist in a lot of places now i don't know if there are other states that have this i'm going to presume that out of 50 states someone else has that feature where every bill gets a hearing but we have it and that's why this thing got a hearing and it couldn't be it could not be killed by the powers that be Uh, Some supporters of the constitutional amendment crowded a legislative office building the day prior to push for the measure to move along in the lawmaking process and eventually be put before voters at the ballot box. In order for such an amendment to pass in the Granite State, it would first require the approval of three-fifths of state legislators and then two-thirds of the voters during the general election in November. But they don't want it to go to the voters. And what is it that they're so afraid of? Losing face. They're afraid of losing or having way more people vote for this than they want to believe. Yeah, they don't. Vote, they don't it.
1: want it to be. Uh, they don't want this to make the news if they can avoid it. That's true. But
0: Representative Mike Sylvia, the primary sponsor of the bill and the A plus rated state rep, Liberty Rep by the New Hampshire Liberty Alliance, has deployed racist stereotypes about undocumented immigrants to further the argument for secession.
2: Now, that's the most um, untrue way that they have phrased that so far. He didn't deploy racist stereotypes.
0: I don't think he did no
2: no he was saying that uh some people believe racist stereotypes and because of that they might be uh persuaded those people who believe that may be persuaded to um support independence because they believe that they'll be able to you know keep people out of the state of new hampshire and that isn't his opinion that's not my opinion that's That's not I don't even think most of the people that uh, support independence is. And he even opinion. said,
0: this isn't my opinion, yep. but.
2: So the way that they phrased that, that was the most uh, messed up way that any media outlet has phrased that.
0: Yeah, they're libeling him basically hmm. with that. That's just straight up not true about Mike Sylvia. They're making it sound like he insulted other races of people and he said nothing of the sort. A Massachusetts citizen is not a race. <laughs> Uh, So uh, he said he's also one of the the article says he's also one of several lawmakers who signed a, quote, termination of the state, unquote, document that called Sununu a tyrant, declared New Hampshire's government illegitimate and said the 2020 presidential election was void, according to the monitor. I was there for that. I signed that document as well. Why was the
2: 2020 presidential election void?
0: Uh, it was a kind of a technicality argument. I don't remember all the details on it. Uh, Dan Richard, who's a mm. constitutional scholar, was behind that. There's an article about it from early 2021 that I posted on Freekeen. It probably has more of that story. I think it might have been like January or February. It was definitely before the raid. So if you go back to Freekeen.com, you can find out more about it. But more about the Boston Globe's coverage of New Hampshire independence Uh, Hopefully this will be the beginning of an explosion of news coverage. This is Free Talk Live.
1: Free Talk Live.
0: free talk live we're kicking off the third hour of the program phones are open if you want to join us here the number is 603-283-6160 that's 603-283-6160 we're talking about independence and the news has finally gotten out hasn't gotten out too far yet but it's finally made it to boston (laughs) And so once it hits mainstream media outside of New Hampshire, there's a good chance that other mainstream media, being a monkey-see, monkey-do, looky-here, looky-loo kind of business, is going to jump on board. And hopefully we'll see this thing blow up. Maybe it'll go viral. Uh, But I'm optimistic. Maybe it'll just stop here and won't go anywhere. Uh, But like I said before, we're not done yet. This process is still moving forward. The, uh, The bill that is CACR 32, it's a constitutional amendment that would, if passed, by 60% of the House and the Senate in New Hampshire, allow the people to vote in the November election on the question of peaceful independence, declaring independence from the United States. With you tonight, by the way, it's Ian, Matt, and Bonnie. But first, we're going to go to your phone calls and thoughts before we continue with the independence story. But uh, Sarah is on the line calling us from New Mexico. Go ahead, Sarah.
3: Oh, yes. Um, so <clears throat> the Smith um, grocery store, uh, part of Kroger, um, their workers are planning to go on strike. It's like they're negotiating right now, and uh, I think it's going to go into a strike.
0: Oh, and you're excited about this?
3: Well, um, I'm not. I'm not really excited, but but it's like uh, I kind of take the the worker side.
0: What is their side? Uh, what are they saying? Why are they going to strike?
3: Well, the thing is that their um, their profits have been really great, and all they want is like a, a what they want is a two dollar uh, per hour raise mm-hmm. for all of the workers, and uh, they want more um, safety safety um, you know for the workers because they have to confront the customers that don't want to wear a mask. So the other customers say would say oh they're not wearing a mask they would have the The workers deal with them, um, and then they get into a lot of confrontation because unruly, um, you know...
0: Well, they don't have to. They could just not do that. But but that said, a lot of people are wanting to get paid more, and that's understandable, especially in a situation where it's hard to find employees. These people have a lot more pull than they have had previously. If you are a good worker... Uh, and you come to the boss and say, "Hey, look, I, I need two dollars an hour more or I'm gonna hop across the street and go to this other place that's offering me this you know more money.
2: or I'm gonna go on welfare where they're offering more money.
0: Oh, that happens too unfortunately, but uh, you know I, are they a union shop they must be, right? Do you know, Sarah?
3: Um, i I think they must have uh, some sort of a union because they're negotiating right now they mm. they want to, Otherwise, they're gonna go. They're they're gonna go on strike where they they don't show up for work. Is that, is that how it is? Um, I, I don't know how how that how they do it. They don't get what they want. But you know, I happen to like Smith's store. Uh, there, do you have Smith Smiths or Kroger in your area? No, I'm, I've, no.
0: I've heard it. of Kroger. That's yeah. a pretty big name, but I've never heard of Smiths. You're saying they're owned by Kroger?
3: yeah 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 so yeah the, I, I don't know how that works, but they have to I don't know who owns what, but the Kroger products are part of the Sp Smith uh company, so they would have Kroger brand, and I think other states mm-hmm. they got Kroger stores that are the name is actual Kroger. So I don't know how yeah. they divvy it up. There
0: is another uh, story from 2009. Apparently they negotiated with a food food workers union back then. So, yeah, it does sound like the employees at Smith's are organized into a union. Uh, you know, just generally, I will make a statement that uh, I'm not against the idea of a union per se. I am against the idea of government favors being done and having, you know, giving unions or giving bosses more or less power in any given negotiating circumstance so if there were no governmental mandates involved here if there were no federal or state regulations that empower these people in some way shape or form over the uh, the landlord or the uh, the owner then i would have no problem with employees coming together to negotiate that that doesn't bother me um, and I don't know what the rules are in New Mexico, but I bet you there's a lot of pro-union stuff, given how much of a lefty state that it is.
2: So the workers in F, uh, at Smith's only in New Mexico are doing this?
0: Good question.
3: Well, I, th- I think so. I think this is just the Albuquerque, maybe Albuquerque area, Bernalillo County, or state um, stores. But I just wanted to... Let you know that you know as a communist, the backing the labor union is a very communist um, agenda. From all the communist meetings that I've been through, uh, through you know they're all part of this uh, forming a labor union. And the the picture, even the sickle and the hammer, it it, it represents the worker state.
1: Sir, so, how many people show up to your meetings, the communists?
3: <laughs> well, you know I. I well i I have not gone to much of the meetings now, but we we did have a potluck um a long time ago the 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 one that had the meeting here he passed away, so there's Thank some other group God. organization once a month at a church by the way hey how but many of a, the
0: people how many people went to the potluck the communist potluck the
3: communist kind of pot potluck um There was about 30 people and kids and everybody. How many of the 30
0: people brought something to share?
3: Well, everybody. Everybody Oh, really? That was part of the deal. Oh, these are real communists
0: then, huh? Okay. Okay. Because the problem comes in play, you know, one of the problems with communism is, of course, that there's a lot of people that are going to ride for free.
1: Yeah, they just mooch off the producers.
0: Yeah, they see it as a way to get somebody who's willing to work to cover their lifestyle of not doing a damn thing.
2: Did you ever bring something to the potluck, Sarah? Because I know you hate working.
3: No, I I brought some stuff. I don't know, like uh, potatoes. I don't know. But if you can't bring anything, you're welcome to... eat with everybody else, hot dogs. And and the the whole point is to get together and to learn about communism. (laughs) So um, the the thing about it is, you know, how about the capitalists, the multi-billionaire crony capitalists? They're like the real ultimate freeloaders. I mean, they really work off a... the the hotel owners. the yeah, they, people who own, own the hotels. Oh, God. Well, the crony She's capitalists like, the, are,
0: for sure, right? Like, the crony capitalists want right. the government to do them favors. I'd and say
1: Jeff Bezos qualifies as that. I would say, you know, the Walton family qualifies as that. As There's, freeloaders? Yeah, I don't know the, if
2: you could qualify them as freeloaders, though, because they created something. Just because they're like, all right, now I'm going to have my... People I hired uh, run the business for me. They still true. created Walmart. They did create something from they scratch,
1: did, but they also succeeded the way they did to the extent that they did because, because of, they of the gov- yeah, They used government intervention yeah, to true. help with that.
0: So, Sarah, you're not wrong in your critique of crony capitalism, but the free market—what's wrong with that?
3: Well, I mean, uh, uh, I mean, you know, actually, technically, I do believe in a little bit of a mixed economy. I mean, I could go either way. If it's completely state-owned, there's no commercials. I could be fine with that. But if there's a mixed economy where you could own some property, you could own a house, you could own a business and amass some wealth. Like I, I could even go with copay. If the hearing aids, uh, you, you are to copay like fifty hundred dollars for a 3000 hearing aid. So you're aid, not a true yeah, communist. I could, I could go for that. So
0: Sarah, you're actually not a true communist then. Good for you. I Good agree. This you. is well, a step I mean, forward for her. Yeah. I'm, I'm happy to hear that you actually support people being able to make their own choices uh, for themselves you seem a little bit unsure but you're moving in the right direction and uh, and kudos sarah good good for you on that because you know what's wrong with making your own choices
1: for your own life and why should anyone else have to t- be able to tell you what to do i think sarah should read it, how an economy grows and why it doesn't who wrote that that was Irwin schiff
0: Irwin schiff check that one out sarah and thank you for the call tonight appreciate it uh, and so I do, by the way, have this story here about the Smiths, KRQE out of New Mexico, reporting that workers want a deal by Saturday or they say they will go on strike. Kroger is in negotiations with the United Food and Commercial Workers of New Mexico. So this would not affect any of the Smiths employees in whatever other states they happen to be? I know they have at least one store in Utah. I checked because Bonnie, you're from there and you hadn't heard of them. Uh, so they're not very uh, big. They
2: rang a bell. And once I looked up uh, the logo, I've definitely seen, seen them. It. I just don't know if I've been in them. 603
0: 283 6160. What do you want to weigh in on unions organizing voluntarily without government interference? This is Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live, and you can bring up whatever you want here. The number is 603-283-6160. We were talking about independence. We can get back into that, but Sarah called in with a, a good topic. She, I tell you, she brings up some really good topics a uh, while, from time to time, and one of them here is uh, unions, and specifically what has brought this up for her is there in New Mexico, employees of Smith's was it smith's food and drug i think it is yeah a a smaller grocery chain and i was completely wrong by the way i went to their website because bonnie to clarify you have lived in utah you're not not from from
2: Utah.
0: um you have lived in utah and so i was wondering if you'd have ever heard of this chain you said it didn't ring a bell but then when you looked at the logo it did ring a bell
2: It it just sounded familiar. And then when I looked at the logo, it looked familiar. They're definitely like everywhere in Utah. I just don't know if I've ever been in one.
0: Yeah. So when I typed in UT or in or I write out Utah in their little search thing they have on their website, only one result comes up. But if I type in Salt Lake City, 50 results come up. So there's definitely a lot of these things in Utah. In fact, they were founded in Utah in the uh, Brigham City area. 111 years ago so it's an old oh, wow. grocery chain it's been around for a long time i suspect the laws are quite different between utah and new mexico when it comes to organizing unions? yeah mm-hmm. when it comes to unions given that utah is a red state right new mexico is a deep blue state mm-hmm. i'm just gonna guess that there's probably not as much union activity at grocery stores in utah but i could be wrong i could be wrong about that Uh, But in this case, the story is only about the New Mexico stores. So that's one of the reasons why it suggests to me that that's the only place where... Because they're also in Nevada, Montana, Idaho, Wyoming, and Arizona. So all other red states, with the exception of New Mexico. And New Mexico is where they're going to possibly strike by this weekend. Um and so, again, you know, I think that it's fine if people want to come together as and do negotiations. But the problems come into where there's all kinds of governmental regulations. Like, in a lot of these uh, pro-union states, if a union is formed where you work, you have to join it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. right. Right to work is definitely the way to go.
0: And that's such a confusing term, right to work. Like, what does that even like? Whenever I hear right to work, it doesn't mean because libertarians to
1: me. are programmed to think you don't have a right to a job. Like, no one has a right, but that's not what it means. Yeah, right to work just means the the union can't prevent you from getting a job because you don't want to join a union, or they someplace. can't get you fired, or they can't get a job, or you can't, can't get you fired. Correct.
2: And yeah. I know what else it means in Texas is that they can fire a, a employer can fire you without any reason well for any mm. reason that yeah. they want they don't have to give a, a reason that's quote-unquote good to the government you can't say oh you fired me for no for discrimination in texas so is right. new hampshire a right to works uh it is not state? from
0: the last i heard i know it's so been strange a, to me there have hmm. been a few attempts to put that through here but to my knowledge it is not but on the other hand it's not a highly unionized state either
1: correct you know
0: there's not a lot you don't ever see or very rarely will you there are unions here uh, but you very rarely see, unlike in like New York City, where there's constantly people with like union shirts and union jackets walking everywhere yeah, around dude. New York City. You never see that. You're out there
1: thugging. Mm. Yeah.
2: Yeah. When I, anytime I got a new job in Texas, I would have to fi- uh fill out this other paperwork that was saying, I understand you can fire me for any reason.
0: And that's a good thing. And people should have the freedom to be able to, to fire someone for anything. In the same way you have the right to quit your job for any reason. Hmm. Right? They shouldn't be able to force you to stay at your job. Right. Yeah. And you shouldn't be able to force your job to keep you, because it's not your job. Yeah. You don't own it. Right. They can decide whether or not you get, get to come to work. And so I uh, you know, I'm of these sort of this uh, two mindsets on this. Yeah, people should have the right to organize. But in these pro-union states, they get unfair treatment, they get unfair abilities, and the people who don't want to be part of the union, they're forced into it, and that just sucks. Mm -hmm. And that means that if you're forced, whether you're forced to pay taxes to a government or you're forced to pay union dues to a union that you don't value, they're not representing you. They're quote unquote. They want to believe they are. They act like they are. We represent all the food workers and, you know, Albuquerque.
2: You get one vote.
0: Yeah, if you care and if you can vote against all the leftists or whatever that are that are in this particular union. But if you want to be an independent worker and you're in this union shop, you're saddled with whatever they come up with. You cannot negotiate your own pay. You can't negotiate your own arrangement with the boss. You have to take whatever they dish out with this union.
1: Yeah, you know, every time this this topic comes up, it, it makes me think of my friend. Uh, I'll, I'll, his name starts with an L if he's listening. I know he's a listener of Free Talk Live, and he's actually an amper, too. Nice, thanks. But he has been for a really long time. But he works in a giant, um, like, factory in, uh, like, St. Paul, I think, or something like that. and You know, northern Midwest and uh, it's a union shop, mm. and he is forced to be a part of that union. And they make parts for jet engines. It's a huge forge that he works for. And uh, he regularly was speaking out against unions, like, that, oh, we, we shouldn't have this union. This union sucks, and you know we'd be better off if we didn't have the union and stuff like that. And Obviously, that ruffled a few feathers around the shop, but the word also went up the line to the bosses. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was being fairly uh well shined upon by some of the executive types in the in the, in the company who were kind of interested who's this union guy talking speaking out against unions interesting job, and he kept his so, job yeah yeah Did and the union didn't like you know put a debt like a cut off a
0: horse's head yeah. and put it on his front stoop no, yeah something right like
1: that? no no they didn't and uh well, i guess he was one of the only people that could reliably do his job in a in a in a in a good a good way with a good so, attitude. Yeah, with a good attitude and they liked him and And um, they just kind of, like, tolerated them. The the union has, you know, limited... They they can't tell you you're not allowed to say things, you know? Okay.
0: That's good to know. So... I mean, but they have their ways.
1: Yeah, they I mean, do. If they want they're, to do they're, something, They're, they're they can kind of something. a mob. I mean, uh the the thing I don't like about unions too, not only their political sway is that they tend to be permanent.
0: Mm-hmm. And they have
1: a logo and you know. Right. You well, the
0: the people who are running the union are getting paid from the union. Yeah and they have an interest in being permanent. Right. They don't want to yeah. lose their, you know, I'm the president of the union job, which pays them, I don't know, a hundred thousand or whatever yeah, a year, I, right? I
1: think unions are things that should form um you know, organically. organically and on the spot when it's necessary. You know, mm-hmm. a walkout or a collective bargaining for higher wages can be done on the fly. You know, appoint somebody who's a good speaker and a good negotiator to go talk to the guys up on top and tell them if you don't get this and that and work with us, we're gonna we're gonna leave. Right. That's not hard. And then dissolve once it's done. And right now, I mean, there's there's no better time for collective
0: bargaining to uh, hit hard. Yeah. Uh, because. It's so bad in the working world, from what I understand. I don't, you know, I don't work a job, thank goodness. But from people that like Aria, who was working at a uh, local pizza place or corporate uh, franchise pizza place, she was saying she was trying to get fired. Like she was, she was a good worker. Like she's not a bad worker, right? But she doesn't want to work at this job anymore. But at the same time, she really didn't want to quit it either. So she was actually trying to get fired. And I don't remember any of the examples of what <laughs> the ridiculous things she was doing, but she couldn't. She couldn't get fired because she knows the operation and they know that she's going to show up mostly, you know, on time. She's going to get the job done. She might complain about this or that, but got to keep her on because we cannot replace her with anyone so if a whole shop came in you know or 75 percent of a shop came to the boss and said you got to pay us more or we're walking he wouldn't be able to get any scabs right now right. you cannot get scabs to come in and take these positions let's not give the commies any good ideas <laughs> there's more coming up we're just driving our
1: prices up Ian
0: the number six zero three two eight three sixty one sixty. 603-283-6160 you can share your thoughts with us this is free talk live We talk live, phones open if you want to join us. You can. You can bring up anything you want. The number is 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. We're raising some money for Give Directly. They have given over $400 million to over a million people in extreme poverty over the last decade. What is extreme poverty? Imagine having to walk for miles just to get some water to drink. That's how poor we're talking about. Bomet, Khalifi counties in Kenya are specifically where we're targeting to help some people out right now. And you can assist by going to give.freetalklive.com. Research shows giving cash directly to people living in poverty. Can help drive a range of important positive changes in their lives, like employment, nutrition, health, and education. Plus, cash allows people to invest in what they need instead of relying on aid organizations and donors thousands of miles away choosing for them. So, Give Directly, the first nonprofit that allows you to give money directly to people living in extreme poverty. You can help. We will double your money by matching your donations up to $30,000 in total. And head over to give.freetalklive.com to help us help them over at give.freetalklive.com. Uh, Ian, Matt, and Bonnie are here tonight. We were talking about the independence movement here in New Hampshire, which has finally gotten some much-needed national-level coverage. This story from the Boston Globe We were sharing some of it earlier before we got a phone call about unions and went off in that direction for a bit. So I want to bring it back around to what we were talking about. The bill, CACR 32, the historic bill that if passed would allow the people of New Hampshire to vote uh, this November on the question of declaring peaceful independence and being our own nation basically. It would. It's not some sort of resolution. It's not like a oh, we're gonna start thinking about maybe considering how to begin seceding, like Texas had when they in early 2021. Texas mm-hmm. was making headlines because some state rep had put forward a non-binding resolution that didn't even make it out of a committee. It didn't even get a hearing. In New Hampshire, we're talking about a constitutional amendment that, if passed, would instantly declare independence. That's a huge difference. So that's what we're talking about here. Representative Mike Sylvia is the man who filed this thing along with six other co-sponsors. He's one of the several lawmakers who is uh, backing the effort for independence, one that has also been pushed by political factions in other states in recent years. Sylvia, during his testimony, began by saying, quote, Some believe this is a laughable question. Do they fear the answer? Some believe that the question of independence has been settled. If so, then our state's sovereignty has been stolen. He continues saying, quote, The people of our state reserve to themselves every power not expressly delegated, including the right to revolution. If you don't believe it, check the New Hampshire Constitution's Bill of Rights, Article 10 and Article
1: 7. When was the last time in any other state you heard an elected rep saying anything like that? About revolution yeah. and secession. That's a New Hampshire it's only It's very thing.
0: rare. Uh, well, there was the guy in Texas. Oh, uh, I Texas think his name guy. was Kyle Biederman in Texas. He is a state rep there. But again, he didn't even get his thing a hearing. Uh, we have to have hearings for every bill. And we packed that hearing to the max and we'll do it again and i hope that we will do it again we were here he says uh, sylvia says quote we're here today to head off any consideration of anything but the peaceful formation of a new government independent of rule from washington dc unquote now new hampshire democrats have condemned the proposal as anti-american legislation
2: which is crazy because don't they know their constituents like young democrats hate america right now i mean i do too Do Democrats hate
0: the Biden administration? I mean, they must like him better than Trump.
2: I'm sure they like him more than Trump, but they don't like him.
1: I don't think anybody really likes Biden.
2: My grandma, who's a hardcore Democrat in California, Mm she uh, told me, Bonnie, I know I don't like him either, but we have to vote for him because we can't let Trump win. We, because I guess she just assumed I'm a Democrat. So she held
1: her nose and voted for Biden. Yeah. Gotcha. That's such a horrible... If that's the case... Don't vote. Hmm. If you hate the person that's running, don't vote.
2: Yeah, I made the mistake of voting for Trump in 2016 because I was afraid that Hillary Clinton would win. And now I have to live with having voted for Trump.
0: Well, it doesn't matter because if you hadn't voted for Trump, it wouldn't have made any difference. Utah would have
2: definitely still voted for Trump.
0: (laughs) Uh, New Hampshire Democrats, again, called it anti-American. Well, no, actually, it's by definition American. If you define American as declaring independence, you know, the whole declaration of independence from the U.K., from uh, King George, wasn't that an American thing to do? Or was that also anti-American? Well, it's
2: anti-U.S. government. Indeed. And and it's supposed to be, and I'm proud to say it is.
0: Well, it's anti-U.S. government in that we don't want to be involved anymore. But, hey, y'all that want to have a U.S. government, have at it.
2: Yeah, that's one thing Brody uh got very wrong. He said that this would, this bill would destroy the union. How would it destroy the <laughs> union? The other forty nine states would still be in a union, right? But it
1: wouldn't be a nice round number anymore. Bonnie. They could mm-hmm. let D C in. They could let D C in. They maybe make Puerto Rico a state. They don't want to come in. I know they don't. They keep voting and they say no. But this isn't the kind of thing they they, they have to have a say in. They could just be forced.
0: No, I think they have to vote for it. Do they? Yeah. There's like they keep having the what do they call it, plebiscites. Or whatever, where the people of Puerto Rico can vote as to whether they want to continue as is, become a state. What
2: the heck is a plebiscite? It has the word pleb in weird, it. It's a weird
0: term, but it basically means put it to a vote, mm. from plebs. what I understand.
2: Mm-mm. I'm like they're calling them the plebs, <laughs> That's or is it, too. maybe it's plebs, I don't know.
0: But oh. the interesting thing here is that the Democrats are trying to make this a partisan issue when the vote in the committee was 21 to 0. So every single Democrat and every single Republican on this committee voted to try to kill this bill. But yet the Democrats are calling the Republicans, accusing them of, quote, coddling and actively promoting extremist behavior, unquote, by allowing the measure to be filed.
2: They can't not allow the measure to be filed.
0: Well, what th- this comes back around to what we were talking about earlier, about how controlled the Democratic Party – was that on the air? That was off yeah. the air. Yeah. Uh, were we off the air I think we were, we were off the one? air talking about that. There's a state rep who became an independent, and uh, he was a Democrat, and he made statements about how controlling they are and we how really crazy got it. If, it if
1: you are planning to move to New Hampshire for the freedom migration, and you have any – leftism in your past and you can speak that language yeah, you can talk their language keep it keep it quiet that you moved for the free state project and you moved here and just kind of wander your way into the democrat meetings and see if you can get in on the democrat side we could really use some uh, some interlopers in the the democrats i
0: agree and i hope that there are people who have been doing that over the last decade and that i i i think that that's got to be happening i
2: wish level. that nobody would run as a Democrat. I know that people already know who he is now and everything, but I think he'd do great. He should totally do that.
0: Uh, so they're again, accusing the Republicans of coddling extremist behavior, according to a statement from the House Democratic leader, Rennie Cushing, quote, NHGOP are so caught up in their disdain for America that they seem to think granite Staters share their contempt for our country. The sponsor should be ashamed to dishonor our veterans, our country and the Constitution. We all took an oath to uphold. I guess I'm
2: a granite stater and I have disdain for this country.
0: There's a bunch of military veterans who are sick and tired of the U.S. government. And it's, oh yeah,
2: it's silly that they're acting like it's only Republicans that have to stand for the U.S. government. Right. When uh, does that mean Democrats like putting kids in, from Mexico in cages?
0: See, here's the thing: there was a the study. Torture? There was a study that was done um, last year, I think it was, and we brought it up on the air here on a couple of different occasions, where they asked the people of the United States in every state, presumably. Uh, They asked them the question of, would you support your state seceding and joining a union of regional states? So it's not the same thing of what we're talking about. We're talking about New Hampshire saying goodbye and being its own country. They were saying, would you want to, like, if you were Massachusetts or uh, Vermont, declare independence from the United States and then join a New England government? Balkanize. Yeah. And I think it was like 30 plus percent of Democrats said, yeah
1: that's impressive
0: so in fact up here there were more democrats than republicans that said yes but they have a it. problem with
1: us just doing it not a solo mission
0: well i think he would be against anyone proposing secession just because that's the thing to to be against if you're in the state but there's more coming up here you can share your thoughts and if we get the chance we'll talk about neil young and what's been going on with him and spotify him uh de-platforming himself 603-283-6160 you can join us this is free talk live If you want to join us here, 603 283 6160, we got time for you. And you can take control of the airway too, as we like to say. Joining you tonight, it's Ian, Matt,
2: and Bonnie. We're
0: in the midst of a story from the Boston Globe, the first mainstream media publication that I'm aware of to run a, what looks like a decently lengthy story about New Hampshire independence, the headline. This is crazy! Colon, New Hampshire separatists call for state to secede from union. So, obviously we know what the mainstream media's opinions are on this stuff. They make it quite clear from their uh, from their articles. They absolutely back the United States. They think independence is insane. They think that people like us are un-American. And they actually post a quote here from the uh, House Democratic leader, Rennie Cushing, who... He's good on the war on drugs. I've, I've talked to Rennie. He used to be on the Criminal Justice Committee, and I've testified in front of that committee on a, a number of occasions, but he's obviously a total statist in a lot of other ways. But uh, we're continuing that story here. This is, again, the Boston Globe. So this, uh, back to the story, he says, or the lady that wrote this article, although such movements have existed for some time, the calls to splinter from the union in states including Wyoming and Texas have been spurred by increasing divisions over the results of the federal election and governmental responses to the coronavirus pandemic. During the committee discussion on the proposal Friday, members said that the constitutional ramifications of New Hampshire seceding were not properly addressed during the testimony. That's not true. We absolutely addressed that during the testimony. Uh, I specifically spoke to some of those ramifications. But nonetheless, the proposal, they said, would be in direct conflict with the state and United States Constitution and that there was, quote, no plan, unquote, for the aftermath. Well, it's true. There's no plan, right? Like, that's true. Um, And as I told the the committee chairman when he brought that up to me, person to person afterwards, as we were getting ready to leave, he walked up to me and told me, you know, uh, my objection here is that there's no plan. And I said, well, you can't plan freedom. And that's the problem with these people is they are sent in their heart. Even the Republicans, this guy's a Republican, right? Supposedly small government, calls himself pro-liberty. He wants a central plan.
1: Yep. That's what they're used to. Yeah. They, they can't understand any anything else. They don't understand spontaneous nope. order. Spontaneous order to them is like seriously frightening. That's I, a really scary thing for them.
0: There's a reason why they're in the state. They're mm-hmm. part of the state. And that's why we need to replace them.
1: Yeah, I think, and I think, you know, I don't think, I don't know what you're going to replace them with. There's a lot of free staters. Free staters would be great, but there, there's just so many of them. We need more free staters. We do. We need thousands more people to move here. If you like what you're hearing on this
0: show, if you like the idea of independence, if you think secession is a damn fine idea, and you are a libertarian, you understand the non-aggression principle, and you want to actually have a a chance at it, this is where it's going to happen. Definitely. But it can happen sooner with you. For everybody that's out there, because I've heard a lot on like social media, every now and then whenever you're talking about independence, whenever there's some news article that somebody shares, the Free State Project will share it or I'll share it or whatever, somebody always posts, oh yeah, if you guys succeed, I'm there in a second. Yeah, we'll, no, we'll you've do got the work for it and then you can show up, yeah, right? You've got <laughs> it backwards. We need the people who are willing to help make this happen.
2: Man, it's always annoying when Republicans bring up my America, my American flag, my American, you know, uh, rhetoric. But it's just as disturbing when uh, leftists do it. and yeah. It sounds like that's what this... Person Their position writing this article did
0: right the, the the leftists are trying to position themselves as more americ pro america than the republicans that's insane even though they all voted 100 percent of the committee voted against this bill
2: it's cringy to uh have you know donald trump be your leader and be all proud of it it's also yeah. just as cringy to do that for joe biden
0: absolutely he's
2: a criminal i mean they're all criminals
0: one of the which is why we need to leave uh, Deshaies, who's one of the state reps who was all in favor of staying with the union in the empire, noted that he consulted with numerous constitutional and legal st- scholars, said, quote, there is no way for us to have secession, unquote. He raised the concern that fellow lawmakers might view a vote pushing the measure forward as, quote, aiding and helping finish this race of New Hampshire secession, unquote, which could lead to political consequences for members. He said, secession is not something that can be entertained. Rebellion against the U.S. Constitution is not allowed. And even legislators peacefully proposing such is still a form of
1: rebellion. This is a guy who calls himself a Republican. That's correct. He's 22, and he reeks of hardcore politician already. Mm. Absolutely. You can tell
0: he's got his eyes on DC. Oh, yeah. He's already
2: running for a school board in his town. Because while they can hold, being a state rep, they can hold multiple offices. So that's, you know, how power hungry he is.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's not enough to be a state rep. He's got to be a school board member as well. He's uh, gross. He's absolutely gross. Beware of Brody's.
2: Do, do not date him. He won't allow you to break up with him.
0: That's right. He is totally a Brody. Uh, So And again, claiming that proposing independence, proposing to let the people vote, that's what we're talking about here. That's what this bill would would do, this constitutional amendment. Is a form of rebellion? No. Bonnie did the research. She looked it up. Check Black's Law Dictionary. Rebellion is violence. You have to pick up some sort of weapon and attempt to overthrow by force a standing government in order for that to be an act of rebellion. It's not just a, it's not rebellion to say, I think we should overthrow, you know, you can't, that's not rebellion, okay, that may be conspiracy to rebel or something like that. But it's, it's not, not about rebellion. rebellion
2: either to be a lawmaker that says, I'm, I'm, when it comes on the ballot, I'm going to vote to stay with the union, but I'm also going to let the people have their vote. That's not rebellion.
0: No. No. Not at all.
2: Oh, Let's vote ought to pass and see what the people believe.
0: By definition, this is a constitutional amendment and we are are going through the legal process. There's no rebellion here. This is built into the New Hampshire Constitution. Uh, Going on. So another leftist, another uh, House Democrat is Piedra said, quote, in our discussion, some New Hampshire GOP members were more concerned with whether secession from the United States could be successfully implemented
1: than with the concept itself. So again, just acting all aghast. at Yeah, she wouldn't even consider the concept. She thinks the, she can't even think, or he, or whoever it is. Israel, I'm sorry, it's a man, it's a man I think. Uh, Israel-
0: I
2: think we talked a lot about the concept-
0: State Democrats indicated they were not satisfied with the outcome, even though it was 21 to 0, inexpedient to legislate. The same representative, Piedra, said he was, quote, pleased, unquote, with the recommendation, but found the discussion on the bill, quote, eye-opening and very troubling. Uh, And then he said the other statement, it says it's shameful that republicans are so openly advocating to leave the united states it's of kind america. It's kind of
2: annoying because the, there was no republicans in there uh, advocating for it. In fact, I was like kind of disappointed you mean with on the on the committee. Yeah, the, well no, in the room there was well, no Mike republicans. Was there. Or well, okay. Okay, yeah, he's registered as a republican. And Matt
1: Anastos.
0: Did Matt There was talk, libertarians though? in there. I didn't Matt didn't I don't think Matt did talk. He didn't he didn't speak, did he? mm Mhm.
2: But, um, one of the things that I think that this rep Israel Piedra, probably found disturbing is the fact that free Staters have this much support, yes, because, um, this is a quote from Balzaro. He said, "I find it concerning about you free because you've seem to have a lot of success with your pushing of uh personal liberties. That's what he said he was concerned about,
0: like drugs."
2: And he said a different, like he gave different examples and he tried to make us sound bad after he said that, but he made a Freudian slip saying he's concerned because free staters are successful, successful. with, you know, getting uh, more personal liberties.
1: Yep. You know, and I hope that that, that leftist Israel, Piedra or whatever, who was- wasn't there for the hearing, by the way. He was one of the empty seats. Oh. Mm -hmm. Well, I hope he's so freaked out about it that he writes a horrible hit piece against the Free State Project that turns (laughs) out to be another marketing A recruiting piece, piece. yeah. They do that stuff all the time. So we're going to keep our eyes on
0: this. Uh, Again, this is the Boston Globe. I'll put the article up on our social media. You can follow us over at
1: social.freetalklive.com. Check that out. What has happened with Neil Young? Okay, so Neil Young was butthurt. That he was on Spotify and so was Joe Rogan. So the gloves came off. Because Spotify won't fire Joe Rogan. Right. Neil Young said, you know what? If there's not enough room for the both of us on Spotify, if you don't take Neil, if you don't take Joe (laughs) Rogan off, I'm out of here. And Spotify said, okay. Bye. And They, yeah. they decataloged like immediately. <laughs> um, the, uh, apparently, that happened um, against the advice of not only Spotify's people but also uh, Neil Young's own management. Was like, "What are don't you do doing? <laughs> what are you doing?" And uh, and you know, I don't know how many people listen to Joe Rogan. It's probably just a few again, a million yeah. people.
0: He's the number one podcast. Yeah,
1: and I'm trying to wonder how many times you know "Heart of Gold" gets downloaded today, <laughs> and mm. how many people who listen to Spotify even know, know who Neil Rogan Young is.
0: is. Well, some know now. They might have seen
1: the news. Yeah, about he's got this. a new album coming out. So I told Nikki earlier, I think it's uh, this might have been a kind of a strategic Publicity. move on his part. Yeah. He's probably going to sell this album more than he was going to before. I so. bet it's going to suck and probably. it's going to
0: be all about the government or something. Because Eric Clapton, now he's somebody, if he comes out with this new album, then that's worth getting Definitely. into. Because uh, he is against all the mandates. Yeah, he woke up. See you tomorrow night, freetalklive.com.